Welcome to LOL Lessons in Real Estate, the only show in its category to deliver ridiculous stories and issues with content that's created to teach you something. I am Micah Allen Johnson, and with me is my beautiful co-host, April Nix. Say hi, April. What's up, guys? What's up? On our show, we share historical stories, historical, hysterical, and historical <laughs> stories and tips from our career in real estate. From my book, LOL Lessons in Real Estate, and we explore a variety of topics with fascinating guests, Dolly, in the world of real estate. Life is too short not to laugh. Speaking of fascinating, we have some dudes on with us today. <laughs> These guys are like from, I don't know, it's some podcast called Something Something Podcast and a few other podcasts. It's from the West Coast, Mr. Larry Sands, and from Hello. the East Coast, Mr. Eric Kaslov. How's it going, everybody? West Coast and East Coast in the house. We're representing what up, what up, the third coast. What up, what up? <laughs> what up? California. Knows how to Larry, that's two podcasts we've sung on this week. I, I know, right? I know. Um, Larry, do you need a singing career? <sighs> you know, based on what we did on our on our other podcast the smells like teen horror podcast no it was some, something something when we were um first off oh, no, our, that's right. our podcast partner and pretty yeah. much little brother dylan tillman has a kickstarter going to get his film made his short film yeah. there will oh. be a link in the description of all the shows this week to help him out so even a dollar will help this guy get his movie made, and he really deserves it, everyone. He's a good kid. Yes. Well, that's yeah. awesome. Yes. That is awesome. Yes. I love it. But, Eric, I mean, uh, Larry, I am going to need, like, a, a line or two from a song. We need to hear um, your voice. <clears throat> okay. Let me warm up. Work it out. <laughs> Okay, all right. It's all you, Larry. Here we go. Ready? Spotlight. Tell my best friend. Okay, that was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You want want more? I I can go on. Thanks. That's okay. Honey. So, hey, it's been a while since we've actually done an LOL Lessons in Real Estate podcast. It How is. have you guys now, been? Now we know why Larry is on a talk show because the singing is not, not his so thing. Speaking of teen horror, um, that was horrific. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a while. So the last time we talked um, to you guys, we now are a streaming radio show on on blast yes. and it's not even just lol lessons in real estate it is something something what's the list of shows guys go ahead Larry, go i'll ahead. do it um it is the something something podcast you guys are the morning show how awesome is that then the two late that? night I think we're the afternoon show with the something. We're like, you guys are the ride to work. We're the ride coming home from work. <laughs> then there is the uh, That's something. That's usually the opposite for me. 
Hey, everybody, it's Micah Allen Johnson, host of the LOL Lessons in Real Estate podcast. And I'm also the owner of the Real Estate Business School of Salado. We are a licensed affiliate of the Real Estate Business School of Austin, formerly known as the Austin Institute. And at my school, you are family, truly. I offer live and online pre-licensing through our Real Estate Business School of Austin, as well as live renewals, live broker courses. But the thing I'm most proud of is that we're the only school in Texas to reach out and help new agents by helping them with my new agent rockstar onboarding written by me. I just need six days with you to help you earn two to five times more income than the average real estate agent your first year. I know what it's like to be brand new and know nothing. And I never want anybody to feel lost. Here's what I'm also doing. Zero dollars upfront mentoring and coaching. Yep, you heard it right. Get 30 hours of mentoring and coaching from me, a Fortune 500 sales trainer, national speaker, published author, podcast host of this podcast, and a real estate school owner. I don't get paid until you do. And even then, it's less than a standard referral fee. Way less, guys. At the Real Estate Business School of Salado, we help you get your license. Then, here's the biggest part. I teach you how to use it. Get your license. Get Rockstar onboarding. Get coaching and mentoring. Get renewals. Get your broker hours. And get answers to any real estate question you have. You have your very own licensed broker, owner, realtor, podcast person at your service. Whether it's online or dynamic classrooms, you can't go wrong by choosing the Real Estate Business School of Salado. Find us online at www.trebssalado.com. That's T-R-E-B-S-S-A-L-A-D-O.com. And everywhere we're on social media, just check out the links in the description. (laughs) (laughs) Then there is something about the unknown. The other show we do with our friend Heather Escalera, that is the spooky show. And then there is wrestling fans will get this. The Smells Like Teen Horror podcast is my NXT, guys. It's like I'm the only time in my life I can compare myself to Triple H. And this is my NXT is my vert. Smells Like Teen Horror is my NXT. That is where me, Larry, and our buddy Dylan discuss horror movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. Okay, I, I totally need to hop on this one because oh, I think me, yeah. I think yeah, I think we should get on that one because yeah, cool. I'm somewhat of an expert on horror movies. So or I think, we can I get clarify you guys on an episode of Boytastic. Oh yeah. Oh, I, we need to be on that. I know we're not boys, but I can talk low like a boy. Maybe I can. Oh, it's okay. We talk about boys all the time on the. Oh wait. Oh, you guys, you're so weird. <laughs> what is happening right now? It's the boy bands. We talk about boy bands. No, but if you like, want to come on that April, we'll we'll let I, you know what the yeah, next I'm what the movie the is. Movies, the boy bands. I no, I would just be gagging the whole time. Sorry. Well, no, we <laughs> break down the lyrics to these songs now, that and get I can the do. inner meaning of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now that inner I meaning that that yeah. makes it better. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Any of those songs. Sorry. They all the songs. <laughs> all of those songs totally are really deep. Like you know, they're, I mean, there's existential. Well, no, because they're not art. They're commerce. Like we did a song that's going to be up soon from the Inspector Gadget soundtrack, and it was written by no joking around oil tycoons. 
And yeah. the guy who brought the Power Rangers to America. Yeah. That has never yeah. been said in a sentence before. What never. in the until world? Now. Until now. I, I just want to tell our listeners, if you didn't understand what Eric was saying, the podcast is called <laughs> Smells Like Teen Horror. But when you're from Jersey, it smells like teen horror. Yeah. And, and yeah. Just so don't get I it want, confused. Well, my friend Issa, who's going to be on our show uh, next time, she said it the Puerto Rican way that I think sounds really beautiful to me. She said, smells like teen horror. So speaking of On Blast Radio, we are played throughout the day all of our shows aren't just in specific time slots. Um, we are doing really well. So they're playing us throughout the week. So that anytime, is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you go on on blast radio, you can listen to the uh, simple radio app, go ahead and download, and then we'll probably be on there and just also follow our Instagrams and Facebooks. Yeah. I do want to say that, I know that we're April and I are for sure on at 11 a.m. Central mm -hmm. Time. On Wednesday. Um, so I think it's every day for sure Wednesdays, but every day they're playing yes. us. They love yes. um, the show. I just have to say how awesome, April, it is that we're on a morning show and we don't have to wake up. Dude, because I'm not good at waking up. <laughs> no, you're not. Neither am I. I. I've stayed with you before. I am the most horrible morning person. I think that it is totally contradicts who I am, but I'm proud of it <laughs> because well, I'm telling you right now, uh, mornings don't talk to me. Look, I, it even I will tell y'all, I'm not going to go into the details, but um, one hilarious morning I woke up, we were in a hotel. We had spent the night. We had done a show in Oklahoma city and I woke up the next morning to, in the bathroom i was like ew and so i figured you know me and april we're gonna stay in our room we're gonna chill all day april's sick oh no this is normal like sometimes she just wakes up and is sick in the mornings she comes out of the bathroom and i before i could get out hey are you okay she goes hey girl let's go get some breakfast i was like oh my god no i, I lost my appetite i said all right girl you ready <laughs> Oh, can I use your toothbrush? <laughs> I'm sorry, I already did. Yeah, well, we'll save the chocolate cake story for another one. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely save the chocolate cake story. Well, um, I wanted to thank our sponsor today, which is the Real Estate Business School of Salado. Oh my God, that's my school. Um, um, thanks, school, for... <laughs> Um, I have been, I haven't even had time to even think you guys, I've been in El Paso the whole week last week and I drove the whole way, which if you've never driven from anywhere in Texas, El Paso, it's, I mean, El Paso may as be, may as well be in another country. Oh man. I was closer green in California than I was to my family. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And driving, I mean, that's like a 12-hour drive. Are yeah, you serious? It was oh, that's how, no, no joking around. That's how yeah. big Texas is. It might be easier to take a plane to some cities than it is oh, to drive. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No absolutely. doubt. 
think it takes <clears throat> days to get out of Texas, depending on where you're at. Oh, if you go from, it would it would take you several days to go from El Paso to Texarkana, from the far west to the Absolutely. far east. Yeah. I mean, forever. I went from central Texas to far west Texas in El Paso. It took me two full days to drive. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I taught a class and I do have to um, do a shout out to um, the El Paso, the Greater El Paso Association of Realtors and El Paso del Norte Women's Council of Realtors because yes. they asked me to come and I'm a member of Women's Council, so I do have to brag on the organization. Me too. I love yeah. it. Nationwide organization. Um, just, you know, they're the top 1% are members of this organization. And, you know, it, it's not just people. It's the best in the real estate business in this organization. And, oh, April, you're, you are on the board here locally. Yes, I am. I'm the director of membership. This is my second year. Uh, last year, I got the uh, honor to serve under Micah, so that was pretty big. So it was, it, it's honestly, um, Women's Council, just to give a quick plug, uh, sort of changed the way I look at real estate because you see the other side. There are two separate sides like we talked about on the last podcast. And um, these are just some really good Christian-based, uh, God-fearing women and men, and uh, and we support each other. There's no pulling down. There's no hair th- pulling and throwing of, of words. None of it. Mm -mm. So it's, it's, I'm very proud. It changed the way I looked at it. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So if you are out there and you are a realtor and you are even in any Anna and get plugged in. Yeah. If you are, if you're a, if you're a woman, if you're a man, um, it, you know, women's council of realtors is for everybody. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's leaders building leaders. And if you want to become a leader and stand out in an industry where everybody is screaming and hollering for attention, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. how you do it. You are the top 1% in real estate when you're a member of the women's council of realtors. So, um, plus Amen. the biggest referral network in the nation most agents in earn anywhere from twelve to fifteen thousand dollars a year in just referrals alone, wow. just by being in that organization. Now, is this I'm not gonna lie, like nationwide, like or is it just in Texas? It's no, nationwide. It's nationwide. Really? Yeah. And so it when you go to in the events, 1930s, yeah. Wow. So when you go it's to these events, forever. you meet people across the nation. They fall in love with you. They send you business and especially in our area, people are always coming to Fort Hood. That's amazing. I I didn't know it was that big and that giant. So, Mm -hmm. wow. Um, How can, was it women's, what is the the, the .com? It's wc.org, wcr.org. wcr.org, yeah. And you can join your local chapter. Join your local network. If you are in Central Texas and you do know who I am and you do know how to get a hold of me or if you want to, um, I can help you um, get hooked up with some pretty awesome ladies. So How do they not know who you are? You're like kind of a big deal. so famous. I don't know if you guys know. (laughs) (laughs) I had to tell you you guys. April and I was singing a band together. And so we were at a club in downtown Colleen. This guy was such a jerk. I mean... He made us use his equipment 
We couldn't even use our own equipment. And then his equipment malfunctioned and he said it's our fault and kicked us out. Exactly. April. So April's relatives like settled in Colleen. Like they made Colleen. April did like a pretty woman shopping. She was like, do you guys know who I am? Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. Mm -hmm. Well, he did close down. That's what I'm saying. Karma. When you're messing with the Kalenite, how you doing? <laughs> that was the best. Not one of my proudest moments, but oh me, my gosh, I was so upset, and then April was just like that pretty woman moment. Do you know who I am? I am a big deal. You don't even know. Big mistake. Huge. Big mistake. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Huge. it was awesome. Be prepared to shut them doors. <laughs> oh golly yeah. uh, well, last time guys we talked about um being a christian in real estate Issa's going to join us on uh that podcast to kind of go into that in a part two um with her um but today we were going to talk a little bit about um verbal offers when an offer turns into a contract and multiple offers and then don't go anywhere because Karen is here. Oh, yeah. Really? In Madison. Yeah. Oh, oh. I wish I would have known Karen was here. I would have taken more ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> Mazzy, uh, well, actually, Paige, your daughter, was here the last time that Karen was here. And before she left, Paige said, She's so loud, Karen. <laughs> so loud. <laughs> it's rude. Well, what's crazy is that people are calling in like, I mean, every day, like, we're, who's this Karen person? We, we want her to, you know, sell our stuff. One of the guys that sold me my car was like, um, I need Karen. She needs to hot cars for me. And I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. Really? She, I mean, see, sometimes crazy, sometimes crazy sells. You just got to keep it contained. Well, I don't know how well she's keeping it contained. Plus, she has a, she has a thing about Larry and Eric, and they're here tonight, so that's probably. I know, not I know, I heard. I missed the last time she met up with them guys, so I'm interested yeah. to see this dynamic. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she loves Eric because they're from mm-hmm. the same area, and they have yeah. a love. Oh yeah. Surprise. And then uh, she loves Larry because. He is, you know, the cool West Coaster, but he lives in Texas, and he said he'd take her horseback riding, which, Larry, you never called her. You said you'd call her. She was so hacked. Oh. Larry's afraid of horses. He's never mentioned that? And I would be afraid for that horse that she's riding on. (laughs) (laughs) He called a rerun on Mr. Ed once and called me, begging me to help him, you know, get the demon out of his (laughs) seat. I'm a little freaked out. Larry? Right okay. You didn't call her. But here's the deal. Is is she coming on tonight? Yes. Okay. Has she said anything about that? She said last time. See, it was just me and April last time. And she said that Larry hadn't called her. He said he would. And April covered for you. Oh. She said that I, she thinks that um, we gave you the wrong number. Yeah, Perfect. so if you Perfect. just want to roll it. with that, yeah, roll yeah. with that. Just be like, I tried so many times. Okay, yes, just, yes, just go with it. Everybody just play along. All right. Okay. okay, all right. 
I'm just saying she's like she she don't even know you and she's like she loves the sound of your voice it's like butter whatever it is she said <laughs> like <good>. butter <laughs> like butter yeah uh oh hey April you should talk to her in your uh, Jersey accent she'll love that uh, so Madison no Madison I get to talk to Madison. So Madison's coming back and she's going to tell us why she can't even anymore, I guess, apparently. Yeah, I've heard she's, uh, I've heard some things about Madison lately, so we'll see. Uh We'll see what she comes up with. Yeah. You know, I I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know if the the rumors are correct, but we'll, we'll find out from her. is, Is Madison like, like the typical real estate millennial? I hope not. You know, Madison's got a little extra twist to her, but uh, but <laughs> but she's definitely. Um, Are you saying there's a soul the there? Not the t- not there's not there's oh. not there's not the type of realtor that the real estate school of Toledo turns out. I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say that one, okay? Yeah, Only she did not get her license with me. Yeah. No. Which Karen did, but she just refuses to follow the rules. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows. So she we'll, knows too much. Well, you know, we're gonna cover what is the right thing to do on all these uh, topics, and then, you know, you just never know. We'll see what Karen and Madison do. Hopefully, they're doing the right thing, but I I can't promise anything. It's bad. So, <clears throat> April. And, and guys, we're going to start with verbal offers. So this may be like out of your realm, but ask any questions that you want to. Um, verbal offers, friends. So if you have buyers that want to put in an offer on a property, um, you know, let's talk about best practices because it has become so common just to call and give a verbal offer and just go, hey, we want to offer, you know, this much for the house. We want to close on this date. And we want the seller to do these things for us. Go ahead and ask your seller what he'll do. Um, you know, um, April, you're you know kind of brand new in the business, but you're not new in the business because you've been in title for almost right. a decade. Um, right. You know, what do you feel like is kind of the norm out there when agents are um, putting in offers? I see it all the time. I see it all the time where people are putting. Uh, it, it, and, and and not even just new agents, but also <clears throat> some seasoned agents, and that is the truth. They're calling and saying, "Oh, we agree to this, or we agree to that," or they're putting it in special provisions, like we talked about. Yeah, yeah. The other day. <clears throat> but and then when it comes down to it, you know, uh, if those things are not put in writing, there's you know a lot of things that can happen, and we see a lot of it at the closing table, or I saw a lot of the closing table. We agreed to this. Well, we don't know that it's not in writing, and therefore it's pretty null and void <laughs> exactly it's not binding it's not enforceable not binding it's, it's not enforceable in the court of law so it's there's exactly. nothing i can do at that point mm-hmm. exactly and mm-hmm. that's the bad thing is people want to be trusting and you know people sadly are more trusting than probably they should be um and and this is a business of trust and we have to take their trust and do our best i you know, yes, you can do a verbal offer. Is it the best idea? No, it is not a good idea. Um, let's let's just take a scenario. April, I send you an offer. You have a listing that my buyer wants. It's a verbal offer. You and I are going back and forth. Meanwhile, while you and I are going back and forth trying to hash it out, 
somebody else comes in and they send you a written offer that looks good. You and present then, and then it to buy your buyers. I mean, to your seller in writing. And then seller agrees on it. They get it signed. And she tells me the other, or tells the other, you tell the other agent, hey, we're an accepted, um, my sellers accepted your offer. Now it doesn't matter that you and I have been going back and forth. Nothing's There's already a written offer and it's been accepted. It's not enforceable. Right. Exactly. That, so. there's two things happening, but the one that's in writing is the one that's enforceable. Mm -hmm. and people get hacked off. I mean, they're like, we were going back and forth. You, you accepted our verbal offer. Well, you did, but it's not enforceable in a court of law if you're trying to go there. Right. And even in Texas, right? Because that's what they say. Verbal, is it verbal offers or handshakes that are binding? Is that well, right? Well, not in a court of law. So, you know, wow. you there's an there's there's <clears throat> an argument. That. Say it again. It can't be proven. Right. So in in real estate. All contracts need to be in writing to satisfy the statute of frauds. You cannot prove anything. Really, the only thing you could prove in a court of law would be a lease that was less than 12 months. Those do not have to be in writing. So if you're going month to month or if you had a lease that was less than 12 months, you would not have to have that in writing to be um, enforceable in a court of law. But any real estate contract where it's conveying interest from one party to another it has to be in writing to be enforceable. So, um, <clears throat> you know, there's, when you go back and forth, there's this mirror image rule that is really hard to follow. If, you know, if I just say, Hey, April, I'm going to buy your house for 350,000. We want to close in two weeks. We don't want you to pay any closing costs. Well, that's just three of the 40,000 blanks that are available oh, to be filled in. Hang on. So, Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Jojo, Hang cut on. it out. Hang on. <laughs> Just want to point oh out it was I'm going to need you not to cough like that anymore. That was a really super <laughs> annoying cough. Oh my gosh. This is hilarious. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what's going on. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, there's that mirror image rule that basically is everything that we say needs to be on the contract, but it's nearly impossible to go over all the blanks that are filled in the contract. Um, Absolutely. How do you, yeah. how does somebody like, I mean, they really have to be a good, I mean, it, it, it takes a lot of trust to, to talk to a realtor because they're supposed to know, right? They're supposed yeah. to know everything. Uh, we are. So it is, you know, for the, it, it's sad because we are in the business where we're handling people's biggest um, investment, the yeah. most money they'll Absolutely. ever spend on anything in their entire life. And there has to be a lot of trust there. And for the first time ever last year, we as a realtors, um, in a trust survey they do every year, um, landed under used car salesmen in the trust wow. category. And that yeah. is just oh. horrifying. Horrifying. It is. It is. And it's sad you know, because a lot of the ethics has gone out the window and what we've or what, what has been learned or what needs to be learned is either A, not being taught or B, or number seven, not being followed through. Yeah. And everybody's following suit under that. Mm -hmm. Right. Which... Um, I think it's become the norm. I mean, why, I mean. Do you think, 
Why do you think that these verbal offers and people not wanting to get things in writing, why do you think this has become the norm, Abe? I just think it's because people are, are pra- they're, they're, they're used to practicing uh, just, I, you know what, at some, at some point, and I don't want to put everybody in this category, but at some point it's laziness. We've gotten a little lackadaisical uh, yeah. for the fact that, um, you know, and, and, and other people have allowed it to happen. Um, and I think that along with that, if your broker, if your brokerage is allowing that to happen, maybe you should step forward and let them know, you know, maybe we should be doing it in a little different way. But yeah. also the fact that, um, also the fact is that is it, it also, I think that with this lackadaisical, uh, uh, the with lack of effort on the agent's parts by not getting things in writing, by not taking the time to take care of their client or, and not, not having all, everything done correctly, it also causes a lot of the ankle biting. So I think it's yeah. just been a circle of just, you know, yeah. I, I, that to me, that's what I, my personal opinion is laziness. Yeah. I think you nailed it. I think laziness, I think custom in the industry where, You know, if a few people start doing it, then the other agents are like, oh, is that how we're doing stuff? And then it becomes like cancerous. Like it grows and it's just like everybody starts to do it. And if everybody's not doing things, you know, the same way or correctly, it's going to leave room for error and error leaves room for a lot of things. So, well, I think Larry hit it on the head, you know, part of our number one duty to our clients is that they have to trust us. Fiduciary, that very word fiduciary comes from the word trust and that's our first and foremost um ethical um you know thing that we owe our clients is their trust so my advice to everybody put it in writing put your clients first you know if it's in writing it is easier for your seller for the seller to sign it right then and accept it right then don't even take a chance that your clients would lose out on an offer by putting something in verbally when it could be like that you know, uh, in care in writing. And when you're putting it in writing, when you're putting it in writing, you, you I mean, who's to say when you are ver- giving a verbal offer that you remember everything that your buyers offered. If you have it in writing, 2%, you give right. them all the facts and everything that, uh, to, to make sure that your offer is the one accepted. Oh so, gosh, that so is a now, great point. It in I writing, mean, now, I'm guessing you have to one, make sure all the legalese is correct in it. Not just, you know, Okay, I'm writing down on this piece of paper, this is the offer. There is like, is there exact paperwork you need to do? Do you need to get it notarized and all of that stuff? In fact, I had a a full class today at the Williamson County um, Association of Realtors. And we talked about this exact thing. We do not write contracts. Attorneys write contracts. Realtors are professional filler inners of the blanks. When you start to write, there's a good chance that you're practicing law and you're not an attorney. And that's when you can lose your um, license. So we've got every form available to us. There's a form for everything. We're just filling in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. me let me ask you, and that's one of the things, um, real estate agents, they can they make offers? Like, you know, you have like, so say I'm selling a house and... I go, hey, I want to do it uh, at this price. But then um, the real estate agent says, well, I can find you a house. Um, how does that How does that work? I mean, can they, can they help you secure the loan or do they put you in touch with the loan officers? 
Um, how does all that work? You want to take that one, Abe? I'm sorry, it cut out just a little bit. Can you repeat Okay, that? I got it. Um, Larry, okay. so we are kind of like facilitators, Larry, um, realtors are. So there are all kinds of parties throughout this. There is, we've got to make sure that they meet with the lender. And so the lender does everything on that side. Then we got to turn in the contract to the title company. Correct. They do title search and they make sure everything's correct on that side. We're calling the survey company. We're calling the home warranty company. So we are the facilitators of all of this stuff. Like when you start, I do a class called what happens next. And it's 43, it's 43 things long that are what we have to make sure happen. And so, you know, this is great information for those for sale by owners where they're like, oh, I can do it myself. Can right. you? I mean, it's hard for realtors mm -hmm. to do it by themselves. You know, that, that is, that's the thing so much. So people think that if they sell their home by, you know, like somebody, some guy's going to go see a sign, drive up to the house and go, okay, how much is your house? I'll go ahead and buy it today. Right. Does it happen like that? Is it that? No. Easy? Very, not, very, not very, very rarely. <laughs> yeah, not hardly. It, um, it, you know, and if anybody comes up and says, I want to buy your house, um, be wary. Those are the scary people. Um, <laughs> I have a question. Sure. Exactly. I don't know if it's, if that happens in Texas, but sometimes, you know, I'm riding around and I see these signs on like, you know, light poles we buy houses How yeah. oh, they're all over here people? too those are more investors and i'll tell you and and at the title company that i've been employed at we work we're pretty investor friendly and i will say that it depends on your market but in this market it has become uh very investor friendly just because of the fact that we have uh we have set we have the uh military here as well so right um i think you need to be weary of uh, be you need you need to make sure that you're dealing with a with a person that is savvy yeah yeah exactly i wouldn't i wouldn't just call them without the advice of a, of a realtor i would not well and typically because... those guys are there's fine print eric and so if they go we'll buy your house more than likely it's not for market value oh, i rent i'm just it's just, I expect everybody to be a carn artist. It's just yeah. because of where I'm from. And yeah. I wanted to know how much of carn artists are those people, if they are at all. Well, if they're, if they didn't exist, we wouldn't have all these advertising rules and, okay. you know, and okay. all this Texas real estate licensing act. So every year the act gets bigger because people find out a way to bend the rules and, Mm -hmm. you know, find loopholes to, you know, everything. So, um, you know, there, while some of those companies are legit, most of the time you're not dealing with a realtor, you're dealing with an investor. And, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of them are going to a realtor anyways and asking them for advice, right. somebody that they've been working with. So, oh, yeah. you know, just make sure that you have somebody that is, uh, it's licensed in your pocket. Well, and yeah. you know, there was a, there, I'm not going to say the city, but there was a, a guy people get taken advantage of all the time. There was a guy going around to elderly people in a local city and telling them that they were in tax trouble and they needed to sell. And they didn't know <laughs> these elderly people were listening to this guy, putting their homes on the market and selling because they thought they were going to go into tax foreclosure. 
you know, so there's just, there's always a bad element, you know, and, and, and we're always fighting that trust factor and, you know, people come to you. That's why I always tell my agents, there are only two people in the state of Texas that can give market value only two. And it's not Zillow. It's not Trulia. It's not all these websites. It's not any of these places. It is a realtor or a broker or a licensed appraiser. Those are the only two people that have access to market value. None of these online places have it. They have tax data, they have active listing data, but they don't have closed data because Texas is a non-disclosure state, meaning when you close on a house, what it's sold for is secret and confidential for life. Only real estate agents and appraisers have access to it. Oh, wow, really? So a Zestimate in the state of Texas is worth. (laughs) So what she's saying is it's nothing like HGTV. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately you watch that and you go, man, if I can. I like the one where they say, yeah, my, my wife, she, uh, she, uh, collects butterfly wings. (laughs) I sharpen pencils. I sharpen pencils for a living. We've just been approved for $4.5 million. <laughs> hey, while we're on the HGTV thing, man, they brought back Extreme Home Makeover. That used to be one of my favorite shows, but man, the new one sucks. No, really? I haven't seen it yet. Why? Well, they don't have either, Disney money anymore. They don't have the Disney money anymore to like personalize the rooms and give scholarships and send them on vacation. So it's like, like here, we're gonna put some new drywall up. Yeah, it's like um, the other, the bearded guy from Martin. It's like, oh, we're gonna put you up in an Airbnb and you know put some wallpaper. No, no, they still fix up the houses, you know, tear them down, then build them up, but it's not as good. That, that that's my sidebar for you. Yeah, if y'all take a look in all your bathrooms, we did replace all the knobs on the count on the on the cabinets. <laughs> we spray painted the marble. Marble's pink God, now. Yes. It's a different <laughs> color, if you notice. Uh we changed a few of the brass uh fixtures to uh, a little bit of a fancy of silver, a little fancy silver that they had at Target. Yep. Yeah. But no, with those now, whenever a show becomes popular, whether it be the pawn shop shows, people immediately think that's the truth. Do you get people because of those shows calling, you know, real estate people up and tr- thinking it's going to be like the shows? Constantly, constantly. <laughs> Here, part of. Part of my spiel that I tell people in the very beginning is this is Central Texas. This is not HGTV. We are nothing like HGV and HGTV. In fact, there is no reality to HGTV. Those are East and West Coast things. We don't have to have an income. We don't even have butterfly wing collecting jobs here. And nobody hires you to sharpen their pencils. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got one pencil. I'll pay you one penny. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're coming over. Come on over. I've got an electric pencil sharpener now, so I could do that. Uh-oh. What? Well, you I are putting people out of jobs, Eric. Like... <laughs> that technology is putting people out of jobs that need 
to buy four and a half million dollar homes. Wow. I mean, callous and, and uncaring. Is this a bad time to mention that the HG Network wanted to sponsor the show and this is the episode they wanted to hear? No, that's okay. They can bring their money. Oh, we, we, everybody changes now. We love that channel. That's all I want. so great. You know, it's HG, so they're just an educational TV channel and I love it when people come up and talk to us about what we're supposed to do in the business. HGTV yeah. has, has done such a great job. They have. You know what? I'm so thankful for the education they provided <laughs> all the <laughs> And I signing off. did not know. Yeah, I got a meeting with HGTV tomorrow. I did not know. I mean, I did know. I found out some stuff. You know that butterfly collecting wings is a job. Matte pencil collecting is a job. Um, people that make is. good money for that. Right. Um, so yep. yeah, no, I have people that, you know, come in instantly and are like, let's offer a hundred thousand dollars less and see what they say. And gonna... I'm like, did you just hear me? This is not HGTV. We, we don't have those margins. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. yeah, um, I do want to, uh, you know, when you turn that offer in, let's talk about when it becomes a contract, April. And Larry and Eric, um, there's four things in Texas that turn that offer, that piece of paper, which I told my students today, um, an offer is toilet paper. An offer is toilet paper until somebody else signs it. It is not binding in any way. It is just a piece of paper with stuff filled in the blanks. Um, <clears throat> so when does your offer turn into a contract? There's four things. Um, so pull over and write this down <laughs> right now. Stop driving. No wait. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, HGTV is our sponsor for the next segment. <laughs> for, all, for all you monarch lovers out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh Lord. So, the, the four things, you know, th this is real education. So if HGTV wants to come to us and be like, hey, can you, you know, really educate people? Well, that is our job. We sure can. And yeah, absolutely. why not, Larry? You should try to do a pilot for a reality show about the school to show how it really goes and send it to them. Actually, that would be awesome. Actually, that would be super good. And Did keep in mind, I pilot? said it on here so I have proof that it's my idea. So if you wait, try wait. To do how anything, do you spell that word you just said? Idea. Can I, can I sit in the corner while y'all are doing the pilot? <laughs> I have an accent. Isn't that weird? I'm just gonna sit and smile and nod. That's very good, Micah. Very good. Now give me a quarter of the income. Thank you. <laughs> I should, I, I, I'm a real good pointer. I can point at things. <laughs> 4.5 million is what you're qualified for now. <laughs> oh, when you talk about, when you talk, it, you know, obviously this is like, this is like hardcore stuff for people that are, that may be listening to this going, oh my God, this is what I need to hear. Yeah. Um, and can, so when there's an offer and it's been accepted, can you go back and change it? And go, oh, oops. 
You can. So let's let's say let uh, everybody should be pulled over by now and uh, in their full on in their notebooks, their LOL lessons in real estate um, binders, um, trapper keepers. So um, when a offer becomes a, a contract, four things have to happen. Number one, it has to be in writing to satisfy the statute of fraud. So stop with the verbal offers. It's got to be in writing. OK, that's number one. Write it down in your trapper keeper. Number two. You have to have all parties' signatures and initials. So the buyers and sellers, all signatures and initials everywhere on every change. And if you are missing a buy a signature or an initial, you don't have a contract. You have a counter offer. We got to finish it. We don't have anything. We still have toilet paper until we have all the signatures and initials. Mm. That's number two. Everybody got that written down? Number one has to be in writing. Number two, all signatures and initials. Number three, by those signatures and initials, that means acceptance for both parties is unequivocal. There's your word of the day. Acceptance is unequivocal. Now, somebody try to spell it. Don't try to spell it. I can't say it. not start with a P, Eric. I said E. It starts with a U. Un. Unequivocal. Oh, I see. You cut out a little bit. You cut out a little bit. I couldn't hear that un. I just touched in this stuff. Oh, my God. It's, it's for equivocal. the show, Micah. It's for the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's equivocal. Write down equivocal, okay? I'm a lice. I'm a lycee. Please. I'm a, a lycee writing down signatures. Oh, you guys, we had a we had a student that called licensee lycee. So, um, but yeah. It was okay, so number one. Medical condition. <laughs> I got that lycee. <laughs> That's lice below the knee. Oh God, we're so off. We're so off. We're just way out there. Okay, so they have to be unequivocally. <laughs> oh my God! Say that again. Say it again. They have to be unequivocally. <laughs> it has to be in writing. Number one. Number two. All signatures and initials. Number three. That acceptance is unequivocal, meaning beyond a shadow of a doubt, both parties agree to all terms of the contract. And then the fourth one is what everybody um, forgets. And this is the one that gets missed. And it is the acceptance has to be communicated. So if I, if my seller has the offer that the buyer sent, they love it, they accepted it, they signed it, we don't have a contract still. I have to send back something to the other agent saying, my seller signed it, we are now in an accepted contract. And then it goes from toilet paper to contract. And it's not an executed contract. It is effective. It is effective. And that's day zero for all time that is accounted for in the contract. The effective date is day zero. We have an effective date. We have an effective contract when those four things are in place. So everybody can start driving again now that those four things are listed. <laughs> so April, you guys learned that when those four things happen, you have an effective contract, except that the whole world of real estate calls that day the executed date, and right. they call it an executed contract. Absolutely, and that is across the board. We yeah. have an executed contract. 
uh, we are in it. No, executed contract is only after it closes and funds, and you are done with the deal. Done yes. deal means executed contract. You That's have an right. effective contract when all of those four things that Micah just unequivocally stated <laughs> are done. I hate you. I hate you. Thank you, Jesus. Pass the offering plate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just weaving to death over here. So we have an effective contract when we get all, all four of those things. It is not executed, like April said, until closing and funding. That means all promises have been fulfilled. Um, the buyer promised to buy, the seller promised to sell. Well, when they switch money and everybody gets paid, it's official. It's done. Okay. Yeah. So I think we'll just hit um, the, the last thing really quickly, which is multiple offers. And that is there's only one rule if you're the listing agent and you get multiple offers. And April, what is that one rule? You have to disclose all offers. You must disclose every single one of them. Not the ones you like, not the ones you think are best. You have to disclose every one. Golly, that is perfectly stated. Thank you. I am done. You are very knowledgeable. Son, <laughs> <laughs> pay me my four point five million now from HGTV. You're done. Mm -hmm. You know, have a million dollar listing, right? I think it's on that's on one of the channels, but it's it but it's like that. <laughs> it's like they come up and they go, uh, aren't you gonna tell them the offer? He goes, No, 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 no. No, and it's it's kind of like oh, wow. uh, a heightened sense of reality that yeah. unfortunately normal people that don't know are watching this and they're like, oh, okay, so I can just make any kind of anything and they're going to take the best offer or a lowball offer, but mm -hmm. you can take it all. Yeah. I so think the offer that... can be made up of a few things. It's not just about, I mean, it is about the best asking price, but it's also has it, it, it closing costs, a lot of different things that go along with that. So all of those need to be, I mean, they, I mean, it, legally they have to be disclosed, but you want to disclose that. That is, that is your best fiduciary duty or what you can do for your seller. So they can yeah. get the best deal, the best offer. Well, and here's the crazy thing that's going on right now. It's such a good seller's market that nearly everything has multiple offers on it. And so sellers are getting what's called love letters with their offer. And so these families are writing a letter to the seller. They're oh putting pictures they're of themselves and their dogs and their kids. Wow. And they're going, here's our family. Please pick us. Wow. We may not I have the best that. offer. Is that yeah, we may not have the best offer, but look who it is. This is why we need this. My son needs to be in the school. Our, you know, our our daughter needs to be in this particular program or whatever it is. My husband works here. He's in the military. Please consider that. We cannot offer what everybody else can, but wow. this is who we are. Our love letter. Wow. And it's true. And the one thing that I've learned about sellers, there's a lot of things I've learned. But the one thing I've learned about sellers is they are attached to that house in some way, even though they're selling it. Yeah. And 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 they do want that home to go. And it, there's a lot of times at the closing table that people are selling because they're happy. A lot of times they're sad. Um, some it could be because of divorce. It could be because of death. Right. It could be because of of some situation. And they right. may prefer that the house goes to somebody they know would take care of it. It's not always about money. 
and, and, and we're learning that in this market and especially in a veteran heavy market that we are in, you know, I mean, you've got, you got wounded soldiers, you got PTSD and you have these mm -hmm. guys that, you know, they're, they have, this is their fourth offer that they're putting in on a house and they fall in love with these houses only to be disappointed over and over and over again, when they don't get the deal. Yeah. They're writing love letters. And wow. so, you know, when you get these, your job is to present them all, present the seller with these love letters. And it's not all about the bottom line. The seller is going to pick the one that he feels is best. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, you just have to present all offers. In fact, you cannot disclose to the other agents that um, <clears throat> there are other offers unless your seller has told you, please disclose to all the other agents that there are offers. And if he tells you to do that, then the rule is if you tell one, you tell all of them, but you do not tell them until your seller has basically told you and given you a directive to tell them they're in a multiple offer situation. And that hacks realtors off big time. They don't know. <clears throat> so, well, we have got a couple of guests, you guys. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. Yeah. So we've, we've told you guys what's right. What are the rules about all of this stuff about verbal offers and, um, <clears throat> you know, when your offer turns into contract, multiple offers. Well, I, I, I think we should talk to Madison. Maybe yes. see what's going on with I Madison. Think we should. I think guys. we should because she's obviously the one that's got to go out networking. It's about her time to be out networking. Sure. Last time we talked to her, she was networking at the bar and trying to sell the bartender a house, apparently. So yeah, mm -hmm. we can see how that went. But um, so yeah. guys, y'all feel free to ask Madison questions. Um, I'd love to points of all this stuff this would be really interesting <laughs> really interesting well i mean we will um let's let's let uh madison switch places with april because they don't they don't get along it's like me and karen i don't get along with karen april didn't get along with madison madison's okay with talking to me and i'm sure you guys um you know don't expect much she doesn't get excited about anything so um yeah <laughs> It's, it's too much energy. It just takes too much. So, um, meanwhile, I think April has switched, um, uh, places with Madison. Madison, are you ready to come on? Hi guys. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hi Madison. Hi. Oh, I love your accent. Are you from the South? <laughs> North Jersey, so close. Yes, exactly. Close. That's right. All right. I think, yeah. I think I totally um, uh, Snapchatted with this guy from New Jersey before. Yeah, we've, we've so, met several sure. times anyway, before. What's good? Spill the tea, guys. <laughs> well, so actually, I'd like to see because I, I'm always interested in the millennial point of view of being a young professional and mm -hmm. slay all day, slay all day. That's the millennial approach. Right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Madison. We're not laughing at you. We're laughing around you because totally, it's totally fine. You guys are old and it's fine. I don't care. Oh, it's fine. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Larry, go right ahead. Okay, boomer. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
well, anyway, it's fine. I'm okay with the fact that um, you guys don't know how to slay all day. <laughs> but well, anyway. So you're here to teach us, and that's number one, A, good. Because we've been talking. I don't know if you've, like, been able to listen to, like, Micah and April uh, kind of talk about some of the stuff, like contracts and verbal contracts. Um, uh, it, it, what, how do you feel about, like, all the verbal contracts? I mean, how many... How many verbal contracts? I make verbal contracts all the time. I make verbal contracts all the time. And here's my thing is if you don't know, if you can't keep your word, okay, and if you can't do what um, I tell you to do, um, then you know what? I don't want to sell you out anyway. And then another thing, another thing, okay, uh, Eric from Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, um, just because I love your accent. Um <laughs> Another thing is also to look if I if I have an offer and I and and I submit it and we, are we or I accept an offer I'm not going to go through all the trouble of calling people I have other things to do I have a makeup tutorial <laughs> you need now, to be but on isn't your game. that kind slay of the rule slay all day slay all day mm-hmm. wow yeah that's, so, that's I've got a lot of stands out here y'all know what stands are no your fans fans. Mm-hmm. So I don't okay. have to, I don't have time to be running after Betty's. Okay. I I learn stuff every time I talk to you. So Stans, what is a Betty? What are you saying? Betty's are boo, boo, ooh. Like yeah, joke. Betty's 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 are just like they're they're. Goats you know. go ba, Larry. Oh. Do, yeah. Do you all know what she's saying? Like I don't even know what she's saying right now. What is happening? So okay. stands are my fans. Stands are my fans. Y'all don't remember that song, that Eminem song, Stan? Well, no, oh, those are yeah. he's a stalker. Mm-hmm. I know. So, well, <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, how many how many subscribers do you have to your makeup tutorial? Um, I'm currently working on twenty right now, but it's only 20, because 000? I had to pay for an extra. I had to pay for a little bit of extra. Uh, I had to upgrade my membership and. I'm waiting on that next check to roll in, you know. So 20,000 subscribers? No, 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 20. 20. Oh, wow. And you that is, Yeah, but that's just the start. I mean, look. So, look. Yeah. Does that look mean at you're Star. playing look all at Jeffrey day? Star. Do y'all know who Jeffree Star is? <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody starts with zero. So you're on, you're, you're hey, you're close to 1,000. Mm-hmm. Exactly. On your way. On your way to 1,000. There you Play go. It all day. Okay. How the last time we talked to you, you were networking at the local bar. I mean, what well, what did you got, up to Well, they got banned from there, so we can't go back. Um, from the bar? So, yeah, yeah, Bay did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got banned. Um, I totally don't even want to go into it, but anyway, so we picked another bar. Um, it's a little bit of a dive, but I've got some potentials out there. Oh, okay. So I'm just curious, it, it's been a while since we've talked and have you written a contract or, I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm no, but I do have some verbal stuff going on out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have not been listening. Have you been listening to the podcast? I that did, we've been but, but, but I know, but, but Micah, you're old. You've been in this wow. too long. Yeah. This is how we do it now. It, it, it is. Sorry. And, okay. So mm-hmm. it's how you do it, but you haven't written a contract yet. You just got some verbal stuff going down. You're yeah, slaying but all I'm paper. telling you, I'm slaying, I'm slaying all day, girl. 
telling you. Yeah, I yeah, I'm telling you. Mom's okay. starting to trust me a little more. She's putting a little more money in my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Madison. That's all. Yeah. You you got to come to class. I really need to teach you some stuff. Um I mean, w- would you like to come to class so that I can help you get some contracts? Um, I don't think so. Uh, my broker says to make sure that I just stay focused on what I'm doing. Actually, he didn't say that. I said that. But I'm just going to stay focused on what I'm doing because I feel like I'm going to rock the real estate world. Mm-hmm. You, you can are... ask anybody down at the local pub. They know I'm up and coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you, yeah, yep, yep, they do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what? What do you want um, the world to know about Madison? You know, what, what, what's the latest and greatest? What do you want them to know about you? What do you okay. want to tell them? Um, everybody, hi. <laughs> um, I'm Matt, and um, I am very, uh, I, I'm not basic at all. So if you want to buy or sell a house, I'm telling you what, I'll do it for you. Hey. <laughs> Mads.com. I put my makeup tutorials on there just until I get like, you know, my own listings. So, so maybe going you to can be get, you know, Gucci. <laughs> Are you on Insta? Do you sell on Instagram? Everybody else sells on Instagram. Do you sell on Instagram? I do. Absolutely. But that one's a little private. So, and then I have Snapchat. Oh, okay. So, what do you? Well, I what, walk through other people's listings and I just snap myself and I'm like, "Hey guys, want this house?" That you know what I will you know best of luck to you and sounds like you're slaying all day on your Micah, makeup tutorial. If you need me to, if you need me to, I don't mind um, coming and helping any of your agents look uh, look their best for success. And if you need anybody to show them a little bit of a, uh, a a newer approach to the real estate game. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, so Extra. yeah. So, okay. New. We will call you if we need, if something's not working and we need a really, you know, a, um, a, a rule breaker, you know, rule bender type thing. So um, and if I ever need to redo my smoky eye, I will call you. Um, <laughs> got you, boo. I got you. Mm-hmm. Totes. Okay. So you can catch her at mads.com. Madison, you know, we'll have all of her links and Madison, we're actually having a photo shoot here coming up and you're going to get to do your makeup and we're going to oh, put you on the website. See, I told you it's already working for me. All day. One client. Um, I just want you guys to know that I'm currently officing out of um uh, of the uh, of the bar, so uh, I don't have an actual office. So um, for all of you guys that uh, will need to find me, um, you know, just uh, hit me up on Insta, and I will let you know exactly where I'm gonna be. What's up? At the new bar, at the new dive. Okay. All right. So yeah. you're you're yeah. Uh, pulling don't up go- here. Don't, don't go back to losing boots because Bay's totally kicked out of that one. Okay. All right. I As always, it is awesome to talk with you, Madison. It's great to get a millennial viewpoint of what's happening in real estate. And- anytime, anytime. I am so happy to do anything I can to put myself out there. Thank Got you. It.
Okay, well, in, in the immortal words of Mad, stay Gucci. Is that right? No, honey, stay woke. What up? Thank you, Madison. Please Peace bring out. back April. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. That yes, it was. Very I feel interesting. my blood pressure went a little higher every time she spoke. I'm telling you. <laughs> she said we were old. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. Oh, April. Oh, my God. I, I went outside. Did you hear it? I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. She basically said, I'm an idiot and we're all old. And, you know, she and she's living at the bar. Like she said yeah. she was like holding up at the bar. That was the rumor that I heard that I said earlier. I said, I don't know if that's oh true. Oh, my gosh. But it is absolutely true. Obviously, she has uh, she's a uh, acknowledged the rumor. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, you were like, uh, yeah, you know. Eric, did she ask you if you were from the South? Yeah, she did. And I have never been asked that question before in my life. Yeah, I mean, you do have an accent. But not a Southern yes. accent. Well, oh my God, that was one, special, one special gal, I'm telling you. This is true. She is. Oh, my gosh. Is she from I the felt... Valley or Texas? I well, I think she migrated from the valley to uh, to Texas, so I'm okay. not sure. Well, Which that must have been a chore. I'm sure she was tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, wow. We actually do have a photo shoot coming up, and we're all going to get to see um, what Madison looks like, and I, she'll be on, be able to do her own makeup, and hopefully she can provide maybe a makeup tutorial for us. Wouldn't that be great? You know what? Great. Maybe another... That would be awesome. Yeah, another subscriber. That, that would, would be awesome. That could be. <laughs> yeah, a couple more. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she had twenty thousand, and she just like. And did 20. she say she had to pay to get the she twenty bought, subscribers? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know what? But you know, no, her mom paid. The one thing you can give the girl is she does have a lot of confidence. I don't know if you call yeah. it confidence, but yeah, she thinks she's going somewhere, right? She's unequivocally <laughs> confident. She yes. unequivocally, equivocally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen right. is giving me the like evil eye over here. Oh, she no, she okay. wants. I know uh, she can hear you. She can oh, hear you guys. I'm just saying. Okay. I, 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 I'm gonna totally ruin them on live oh. podcast. No, no. It's Karen, like no. already. I, she, I, 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 she can't I, be her nemesis. I know I spilled my drink, and that's when I said, "Oh God, I spilled my drink." I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm All right, let up. me switch places with her, and I am going to go. She's going to sit here okay. in front of the microphone. Karen, are you ready? Oh my God, get out! I hate you already. Hurry! I want to talk to Larry. Oh. <laughs> oh, hello, Larry. Hi, Karen. <laughs> You were supposed to call me. You, you never know, called. I, I think I got the wrong number because I, I, I tried like six different numbers at the end. You know what it was? Uh, Micah gave you the wrong, gave Larry the wrong number on purpose. Oh, I totally so believe it. I totally believe oh, it's Micah because I hate her and she hates me 
and she doesn't want me to be happy. She wants me to do things her way. And she didn't want me to contact Larry anyway. She said he was married and all this other BS. I mean, it's crap. Like I care, like I ever care. I already told her I was a cougar. I don't care about any of that stuff. I go to the gym every day so that I'm not a husky, so that people like Larry, cowboys who are from the West Coast, this stupid tan, and they can ride a horse so that people like Larry can take me on a date and buy me some fettuccine Alfredo, okay? Okay, is that too much to ask? All you had to do was call me. And Micah, I'm sure, on purpose, gave you the wrong phone number. I I don't think it was on purpose. And she, I know it was. She was in a hurry, and I think the phone was breaking up when I was getting your number. So I'm sorry. I apologize. But you're so cute. We apologize. Oh my god, I could just eat you up. Smear butter all over your face. What have you been up to? What have you been up to, Karen? Please, it's the family show. April, you're blocking me over here. You're blocking me over here. I understand that. I'm doing it. I was having a conversation with Larry, and then here you come, jacking it all up. I haven't even given Larry my number yet, and you're all trying to mess it up. Why don't you give it to his wife, and he'll give it to him. She'll give it to him, okay? Oh, I'm picking up on your sarcasm loud and clear here. Okay, got it. Hey, Eric, how are you doing? How's your mom? How's your mom? She's fine, Karen. How are you? Did you hear, hey, Karen, on a, on a lighter note, though, did you hear uh, Madison earlier? I've, I'm so glad that you didn't put us in the same stupid room this time. Yeah, she I didn't. Yeah, we is didn't do that. unbearable. And she well, barely talks in an audible voice. Like, everything is so dragged out. Like, there's every word is like, eh, at the end of it, like, she's just tired of everything. Um, did you hear what she asked Eric, though? She oh said, no! Oh, I, she said, "Oh, I love your accent. Are you from the south?" I just thought, <laughs> "Oh, Eric!" I thought she'd get a kick out of it. It was pretty See? offensive. That is so offensive. I mean, she's from the south, and then Eric from Jersey, who loves disco fries and everything about Jersey. Every word begins with the letter D. She asked you if you were from the South. The thing is, the even South girl. Jersey accents sound like North Jersey accents. It's the <laughs> craziest thing. This is another reason why we need to take all the millennials and take them over to Fiji somewhere. Put them on an island where they can complain about the coffee over there. It's not hot. There's not any like soy soy in it. I need a I need foam. I don't need foam. Put a freaking hot in it. Put them over there in Fiji. And then we'll all be a happier race of people over here. That's what I'm saying. Don't you guys agree? I agree. Actually, this is the one thing we I uh, firmly yeah, agree I with mean, you not, on. I'm not a fan either of, of Mads. So. Well, thank you. I'm glad everyone loves me and hates Madison. I'm glad I didn't, didn't say that either. I didn't say that either. <laughs> Look, wait, what? What'd you say Hold over on, there? Karen. Okay, Karen. Love you. Listen, <gasps> have you heard about what we're talking about, about verbal offers? Oh, and uh, and yes, can, I, I can you give a little bit, since you are a seasoned agent, uh, oh, Cougar, you bet, you, you bet your big butt I'm seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> Why my butt gotta be big? You the husky. <laughs> I'm just all right, Karen, what do you what do you think about verbal offers? <laughs> Let me tell you something over here, okay? Um, I started my career over 40 years ago, but I'm 36 years old. I started I started 
And I, I'm a good talker. I mean, you guys know this. I'm a good talker. Everything very much so. You have, you have the gift of gab. I do. I'm very communicative. Even my nails and my eyes and my body language. I know you can't see me, but Larry, I am hot. Okay. Um, all everything that I communicate is completely, um, you know, it's not in writing. It's verbal. So everything I do, why would I write something down? to tell another agent when I can pick up the stupid phone and tell them that in person. And it's a whole lot more convincing when they're okay, listening so to Karen. Karen. But what are you going to do, Karen, when it, 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 what if it goes to court and it's nothing's in writing? Why would you what put if that there's juju a... on me? Why would you put that juju on me? I don't want to go to court. You said it, now it's going to happen. They're trying to put out real life scenarios out here we're wanting to make sure that people are doing things the correct way now karen you know that uh any verbal offer that's anything that's not in writing is not enforceable you know that correct do they not know karen everybody if i say something they're gonna do it even these stupid millennials i tell them something they're like scared they're gonna do it even the judge if we have to go to court i'm gonna put my money on karen I'm just saying, okay? I go to the gym. Okay. All right. Well, moving on. How do you feel about uh, – when? W tell us about the, the contract process. When do you feel like you have got an effective contract? If that realtor on the other side of the phone says, yes, my clients will accept it, we're in a contract. And then we can go ahead and, and schedule all the inspections and everything. We don't need anything in writing. I mean, who are – we're like – we're the most trustworthy people on the planet. Let's handshake it out. Let's high five. Actually, actually, you don't know that, but you didn't hear the the census that was done. Realtors were kind of ranked with used car salesmen lately. Oh, and that's, I, look, don't you diss my used car salesmen friends. They're the ones offering me jobs. Okay, they're I'm the sure ones they out are. here saying we got to get Karen out here because of her verbal skills verbal not her contract writing skills not putting stuff in writing all day like micah tells you to what a hot baloney pile that is here's what they tell me to i they call me the used car salesman call me every day karen we want you to sell our cars now you tell me who's bringing value and i forgot what we're talking about so i'm just saying i got a job offer <laughs> from a used car salesman and oh, you can't tell Lord, me, don't talk bad you. about them. People trust me. People trust the used car salesman. If they trust me, then we're going to do it verbal, okay? If I have yeah. to put it in writing, I guess so. I guess so. It'll eventually get in writing because I want to get paid too, okay? I, I, no one's going to do these nails for free. And the three-inch spikes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. I know. I you hear me, Larry? The three-inch spikes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I noticed you just got a haircut. You got wedged up in the back. I did. I got it wedged and pointed up. And I got some, you know, a, a little over the eye thing in the front. My, there's a goddess that lives on Long Island. And her name is Teresa. And she's a psychic. She talks to dead people, okay? She is the dead people psychic yes. Long Island. She's yes. a medium. The Do you know Long Island medium, about? yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that is my haircut, except orange and deadly. Okay, it, we even have the it's same deadly, nails. all right. 
Yeah, we even have the same nails. Look, I don't talk to dead people, but I talk to you guys for a living, so you might as well call it talking to dead people. You guys are ridiculous. I can't even stand except, you, okay? Except Larry, right? Except Larry. Except sometimes he better call me. If I ever come back on the show and you haven't called me, I'm gonna know because I'm, I'm sending you. Can you? I'm sending you my number right now. Okay. That. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That That's for me. That's a picture of me. I know you love it. Uh huh. That's me and all my orangeness and my that, glory. I like your, your got great hair, big hair. It's great. Oh my God, Larry, we were made to be together. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody ever loves it yeah, except you and my hairstylist. Well, you know what, Karen? We're really thankful for all your um, input today on verbal contracts. Oh, are you? Are you happy? Yeah. Well, we're happy yeah. because what we're doing is we're we're teaching people how to do it correctly. So thank you for coming in and showing them how not to She's do it. She's Madison yeah. away from me. She mm -hmm. doesn't know anything about real estate. Nothing. I just can't wait till you guys have a deal together. Well, put us together. I will tear her apart. I will put more holes in her from the spikes in my hair and the fingernails on the end of my uh, on my tips. Okay, they're not just tips. These are my nails. They can do damage. Okay. They, she is the least informed on anything real estate wise. But if you ask her what Kim Kardashian's doing, she knows exactly what she's doing today. I will have okay? to agree with you on that, Karen. I'm, I'm yeah. agreeable to that. Yeah. She, yeah. she could write an essay on that crap. So yeah. keep her away from me. And Larry, you better call me. Eric, tell your mom I'll see you in mass. I definitely will. You better yeah. say your rosaries or I'm going to be mad at you, okay? Every night. Okay. All right. April. I didn't like your condescending attitude today, so you better kind of tweak it a little bit next time we talk. I know. I know, Karen. Much love. Love you, girl. Bye. Okay. I, I like you, too. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get me out of here. That is always uncomfortable. Wow. That, I was uncomfortable in the other room. I'm, I'm back. So, wow. that was ridiculous. So... I only heard like Larry and I mean, April, she was like right down your throat tonight. Well, I'm used to it. I, I kind of, I've gotten to where I almost enjoy it. I don't know. I'm kind of taking a liking to her. Oh, really? <laughs> not, not, not to any of her, uh, her, uh, advice, uh, on real estate, but. Or the yeah, harassment I, she gives you. Yeah. She did better. If I had to pick between. <laughs> If you had to pick between Madison and Karen, who would you choose? If I had to hold a conversation with one, it would probably be Karen. At least there oh. might be some substance. Yeah. Well, so yeah. she, she, I saw that she had texted Larry, like, mm -hmm. this picture. Like, Larry, yeah. what the heck are you going to do? Now you have her number. Like, you have to do something or she's going to lose her stuff. Uh, what should I do? I don't even know. <laughs> No. Should I have should I have Mitzi call her? I don't oh, know. I, I think I that's think that the only should. move you could get. Probably right. You could mess with her. She doesn't know what you look like, so you could send her like a picture of Jason Momoa or something and be like, hey baby. Oh man. That would be awesome. I get like a really bad looking picture. Oh, you should do that and scare her away. That yes. Good, right? Like an ugly guy. The ugliest guy no, ever. Larry. <laughs> Chaz is single. Uh oh, we should oh, hook him up. Love Chaz. What? No, Let's bring them together soon. 
you know, actually, when so like whenever we have Karen back on, we should actually have Chaz come on. And oh, we should, yeah. yeah, I think that should, would be we, awesome. We should do like it's like a love. Hey, connection. we might be natural. Yeah. Players. Oh my gosh. It's like tender. It's like tender podcast. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. I could, I could only imagine what they would talk about. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So whenever, whenever you have Karen back on, we'll get Chaz for yeah. sure. Okay. Sounds for good. Sure. Oh my God. That's Sounds great. Good. Well guys, I am super thankful. Fun. It has been fun. I have really enjoyed oh it. Guys. Well, and As I want to thank Madison. I want to thank Karen for being our guest. I want to thank Larry and Eric for hanging out with us today from the something, something podcast. April is always, I love you. Um, my sister, love you, girl. Um, so thank you everybody for listening and hopefully you've laughed, learned a thing or two and enjoyed our guests, Karen and Madison today, Eric and Larry, and join us again for more stories, excitement, interesting characters and laugh out loud lessons in real estate. And remember, if you haven't laughed out loud today, you're probably taking your job way too seriously. Real estate is the best job in the world. So laugh a little and we'll see you next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.